Hi, I'm Alice. Hi, I'm Justin. And you're listening to the Otterly Allison Podcast. Who knows what we'll talk about. To do that, um, when I do my posts, I don't do the same for you. <laughs> was, while you was waiting, I was trying to figure out what episode number we're on. I think we're on like seven or eight. Mm. I'm just trying to think how many we have unpoached. Let me see if I can go. Let me share what I'm doing. Share screen. Entire All your screen. fancy stuff. My what? All your fancy stuff. My fancy stuff. Yeah, so I can go into our studio and view the... Go away. Ask me later. Okay. So this is the one we just published. That was five. Yeah. So we had six, seven, so this is eight. Okay. Ooh. So let me change the night oh. of this one. <laughs> Episode zero zero eight. Save. Okay. While I got that on though, let me show you. I've been meaning, nope, that's the wrong window. I have like 10 different instances of service now <laughs> open on my computer, it's crazy. Um, okay. So this is my my Gemmins bra browser. I did my taxes finally. That's what that was. Yay! Uh, let's see. If I go to podbean.com. I've been wanting to show this to you because you haven't got to see it. What this looks like on the back end. Let's see if I can move you over there so I can see you. Yeah. Move you over there. All right. So, oh, I hate those pop-ups. Like, okay, so this is what we look like stats-wise. Um, so, 69 all-time downloads from Podbean, um, and then you can see kind of each episode run down. So, like our first episode was the most popular, of course. Um, and then I can go to statistics, and this is where uh, we can see downloads, where the audience is. Um, this is where, and this is this is from April. Let's go all time, last 12 months. There we go. Uh, this is where I saw Australia. I was like, how did people in Australia find out about us <laughs> in New Zealand? We got uh, someone who keeps downloading in New Zealand, all, left, all five episodes. Nice. Uh, sources, you could see the browser, the app. Um, I don't know if you're curious about. That's kind of cool. All that stuff. And then what else did I want to show you? Time of day, how long they listen, <laughs> um, and then top most downloaded. So there's episode one again. Yeah. My TV just rebooted. And then daily listeners. So pretty cool stuff. That is cool. Yeah. And you don't get to see any of this. I, I went into the settings and I was like, how do I add a user to this? Because I'm also trying to think through like, you know, what if I get hit by a bus? Well, don't do that. Um, you've seen my runs. <laughs> um, it could happen. Like, by, by a truck. Um, I'd like someone else to, you know, have access to it, but I can't add a user, which is really frustrating. So if, if something happens to me, our podcast is just... <laughs> uh, but it's okay. We have a, we have a couple episodes stored up. And I just realized I'm going to have to bleep out the F word. Can't wait That's to see okay. that. You have a visitor. I haven't had to bleep anything out yet, so this will be 
It's David. What's up, dude? <laughs> David made an appearance on the podcast. Welcome back, man. Can you hear me? Selling computers, man. That's it. Selling computers. What do you say? Oh, He's selling computers. Oh, so he listened to that one, huh? Yeah, I chastised my daughter about it yesterday. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm trying to get my TV back. Here we go. So how's Allison? Good. My family's coming in for Easter this weekend. Oh, I'm sorry. It should be interesting. <laughs> but, you know, I got oh, my master swag from David. Nice, nice, very nice. Yeah. So we had three of his friends in town for the masters. Me and Dexter went to Myrtle Beach. That's so right. I got a little bit of sun. Um, then they left yesterday morning. Mia got here yesterday afternoon. Mia leaves Saturday and my brother, his wife, their son, and my mom get here Saturday afternoon. So we've had a busy week. <laughs> so I don't know how you feel, but I would be like, get out of my house, get out of my house. <laughs> well, fortunately, like his friends got in super late Friday and me and Dexter left Friday to go to the condo. So we were at the beach and a friend of mine, her and her kid came up and so we literally sat on the beach, had a couple white claws while the kids played and we just sat and chatted and had some mom time while the kids played. <laughs> You can tell, like, the differences in our skin, too. Like, mm -hmm. Allison has beach skin. Justin <laughs> has no sunlight at all skin. <laughs> yeah. But so it was, it was fine for me. And then, like I said, they left Tuesday morning. And then David had to drive to Charlotte to pick up Mia because the Masters oh. are happening. Mm -hmm. The airports closest to us are where we live 20 minutes from the Masters. And so flights in and out of our airports right now are very very expensive so it was cheaper to drive up to charlotte and get her so that's his second time in charlotte in, in a week basically he was there yeah. last week yeah yeah pretty much but like the tickets right now because of what it is are super expensive that's so. crazy but that's that's you know at yeah. least uh at least we're able to travel i guess yes, so. yes. there's that yeah. how was myrtle beach good i mean it so my son really loves the beach and water and it was freezing so <laughs> he built sand castles and we went we went crab hunting at night we did not find any crabs but i was gonna say did you eat any crabs <laughs> i'm not a big seafood person oh. so i know i want to like seafood it just it's that Oklahoma and you coming out. <laughs> Probably. I lived in a landlocked state my whole life, so. I don't mind. So there's a place in Virginia by where David used to live, and I can't remember the name of it. But we went there on a date once or twice, a couple times, and I found out I like crab dip. So I don't um, mind crab, but that's about the extent of seafood. I don't mind, like, fresh shrimp and, like, a buffalo sauce. But, yeah, I don't care for fish. I don't like salmon at all. It tastes like the body of water it lives in. Oh, you haven't had good salmon then? I love salmon. I just, uh 
like soak it in butter or lemon juice. Oh, so good. <laughs> mm. I'm trying to think of like a non-seafoody seafood. So you probably don't I, do sushi either. I don't, which yeah. kills David because he loves sushi. I've had, so because he gets fish a lot. So I try his because I think bacon wrapped scallops look delicious. They, they, are, they are delicious. They're not. And, and then when we were in the Bahamas, he got, um, oh, what was it? He said it's like steak. Like it was the same consistency. I'm, I'm blanking on what it was. It was not. Um, I didn't like it. I tried halibut. Didn't like it. Are you talking about shark? Shark is like steak. Shark. It was like, I keep wanting to say sea bass, but I know that's wrong. Maybe like swordfish. Swordfish is like steak. Yeah, it's so usually cut like a steak too. I, I tried a bite of his swordfish. Didn't like that. So, yeah. Is it So it's not a texture thing. It's a taste for you. Yeah, and I, because I don't, like I said, growing up, I didn't like shrimp, but I lived in Oklahoma. So it was, none of it was fresh. And so I've learned, like, if it's fresh, I don't mind it. But at least shrimp wise, but all the other stuff. But you're okay with boxed wine. I love boxed wine. And I'm so proud of you for getting some. <laughs> I did. I finally got one. Did you see what I did there? <laughs> I tried it. I haven't tried it. It's still sitting exactly where I took a picture of it because I got it on, was it a Sunday I sent that? I think so, yeah. I think it was a Sunday. And usually, like, uh, I'll. I'll not try something new a day before a work day. That's fair. Just, yeah, because just in case. Yeah, just in case. Or yeah. well, I sent my uh, mother-in-law and sister-in-law the uh, Easter list of like what everyone was gonna bring, and I accidentally put wine on the list twice, and I was like, that wasn't on accident. That was. <laughs> <laughs> so can you explain what the, this list? So is it like? A family brings stuff to contribute to the meal? Okay. Yeah, so we're just doing like a honey baked ham because it's easy. David yeah. wanted to do It's steak. delicious too. Well, like... David was like, I'll grill out. And we're like, that's a lot of effort when we can just like go get a ham that's already made. And so we're doing that. And then his mom makes really good mac and cheese. So she's bringing that. His sister apparently makes good deviled eggs. I don't eat deviled mm, eggs. Deviled eggs. I'm sure they're good. Wait, you don't then, eat deviled eggs? So I don't like a lot of mayo in the middles. Mayo. You don't like mayo? I don't really care for mayo. It's you know mayonnaise is eggs, right? I know. I don't love <laughs> eggs. Like, I'll eat eggs because I'm trying to be healthier. But I don't like be like, hmm, I really want some eggs. <laughs> You know? <laughs> like, Do you remember a couple episodes ago we were talking about eggs with the dog, yeah. and I made some stupid remark about them in the tree and yeah. falling. And all. Okay, so and you thought I was crazy. So in my driveway right now, there are broken eggshells from falling from the tree where the little birdies have come out of their eggshells, yeah. and there, there's eggs. So like, it was a legit comment of that you could be in the tree. Well, but the, the dog wouldn't be in the tree. Well, no. <laughs> but the dog would be, like, if the egg fell out of the tree onto the ground, it would spurt open. And then, I mean, that egg would have a bird in it, but not all yeah. would have a bird in it, I guess. But. Well, so I was telling um, our dog sitter, her name's Jessica, I was telling her. Hi, Jessica. <laughs> about it. And she was just like, oh, my God, we use eggshells in our garden. Yes, I've okay. done that, too. Her dog will get in there and eat the eggshells out of her garden. Oh, that's funny. 
So. I um, I think I told you like, I don't know. I, I have a whole series on YouTube of garden shorts. Mm -hmm. Probably not seen them because it's, it's just a lot to watch on my channel. You know, that's not a shameless plug or anything. <laughs> but this year I got the, the, I think we talked about this too, the lily tree mixes. Yes. And the bulbs were like planted. Yes. Yeah. So it finally got warm like mm -hmm. a couple days ago. And so I've been monitoring and, and there's stuff that started to come up. They're starting to sprout. And so I took a video for YouTube. To, I yesterday I was scanning around, took a video. And I come back in last night and I look at the video and the video is close up compared to me looking at it. Yeah. And there's little rabbit teeth marks on the sprouts that are coming up. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like, well, their rabbits are eating like, there's sprouts. not even food. <laughs> I guess the, for them it's food. Well, the Easter Bunny, my son likes to like plant things and likes to like rake leaves and like, so the Easter I Bunny. I love him already. <laughs> well, the Easter Bunny is bringing him like a kid's raised garden bed for him oh to gosh. plant. Like he loves tomato plants. And so I'm going to buy him, which I have to do all this before Saturday because when he wakes up, this has to be, you know, from the Easter Bunny. But the raised garden bed was like on sale at Walmart for like 50 bucks. And it was real cute. It's little and I'm going to go get like seeds. And then I've also, I know nothing about plants. So it's like, you can't plant peppers and tomatoes in the same something. And I'm like, what? I don't know. <laughs> I know nothing about because I'm like, oh. I'm going to plant stuff that I'm actually going to use because otherwise it's kind of wasteful. But yeah, so the Easter Bunny is bringing him that along with a little kid's putter because, well, so David has a putting green set up in his office and he likes to go in there and try and do it. But David's putter is obviously too big. So I got a little kid's putter for him and then some books. Next time David doesn't respond to me on Teams and be like, put the putt down. Is that, how, is that how you say it? Well, I'll go in there and like we'll play like not horse, but we'll essentially play horse while putting. And I never win, but <laughs> I try. What an educational gift, though! Like you're gonna teach him oh. biology, plants, and like growing, and I don't know. That's pretty cool. Well, he loves like doing things in the yard, like. I was like, you want to rake leaves? He's like, yeah. And he gets real excited. <laughs> and with his dad, like, he'll plant seeds. Like, apparently he helped him do grass seed last year. So I was like, you want to plant some of mom's grass seed? He's like, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I was Maybe like, oh, he's going to be a horticulturist. Like, a, yeah. um, the people that, like, the professional landscapers yeah. that actually understand trees. And I know. So I've, I've got to go to the little... We have a nursery not far and they sell like tomato plants and stuff like that. But I get to do all that Saturday evening. So I'm going to try and do it out in David's man cave. So all I have to do is bring it out. But that gets well, to tomorrow. I'll send you a picture of fish. Again, this is not a plug of my channel, but my YouTube, my garden shorts are kid friendly. There's no, there's very little dialogue. It's mostly just not even me a lot. You'll see my legs. You can come visit and teach him about plants. I would love it. I love, I I'm love like, plants. This is Uncle Justin. <laughs> UJ. Yeah. Uncle Justin. That's funny. Yeah. Gardening is, uh, 
yeah, I, I get a lot of fulfillment from it. I have a brown thumb, so we'll see how it goes. Is it a brown thumb because you forget to do things or like you literally touch something and it turns around? So I don't know what it is, but so <laughs> before I moved, I bought some hanging plants because every Mother's Day they would have a sale and a bird would make a nest in it every single time. And I'm like, I can't move it. And so I'd be trying to like water around a nest and eventually I would just give up. And then anytime I planted things, I would like follow the rules and the instructions and they would still just die. Huh. We bought some hydrangeas last year and David ended up having to take care of them because. <laughs> it sounds like it's just not your thing. It's not. And so this that's okay. Gardening bed, David was like, I'm not taking care of these vegetables. <laughs> I will do it. It'll be fun. And he's four, right? Your son, mm -hmm. Dexter. So his attention span is probably going to be five minutes, probably. No, like he gets fixated on things. And like, that's his, like, when we read books at night and when I finally get sick of reading a book, I'm like, let's pick a new one. And he's like, no. And he wants to read the same one like every night. Like Ugh. he has some books he can read to me because they're memorized. So... Wow. Yeah. He's a smart little kid. He's... Is he feeling better, by the way? Yes. yes. Good. It was like a 24-hour bug that's going around, apparently. So. I had one of those a couple was months ago now. Yeah. Have I shown you my new water bottle that you're going to like? You have not. So, did David tell you all that we're going to do the 75 hard thing after Easter? You did. <laughs> I did. You did. So you have to drink a gallon of water a day. Which is fine. I drink a gallon of water every day anyway. But I was like, I really need to like have a gallon water bottle. Look at how big this thing is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like bigger than my head. You need and my the Dexter was trying to carry it and he was like, Oh my god, crazy. <laughs> but it's oh, a gallon. Man. Not a half gallon, so I don't have to refill it. I just fill it up every day. And exactly. how do you how do you drink from it? Oh, it has a straw. So you 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 suck through the straw. Yeah. And okay. It has an actual straw. Okay. Sure. But I, when I got it in, I was like, oh my god, no, it's gonna be that big. Now, have you done a full gallon yet? Oh yeah, I'm halfway through today. Okay. So. I drink a lot of water anyway. But... I do too. Yeah, I, I drink yeah. a ton of water. And so I was like, this will be interesting. So I only have to fill it up like once a day. And then the other day I had drank all of it. And like at bedtime, I was like, I need my bed water, you know, <laughs> my, my nice state. <laughs> and so I had to get a different cup. And I was like, I can't put this. Can you just like picture yourself in the middle of the night? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I had to get my normal cup. But when it came in, I just was like, oh my gosh, it's the biggest thing I've ever seen. And so you don't care if it's room temperature? Like, I don't either, but yeah, I'm the same way. Middle Some people have night, to have cold water. Like, oh, in the middle of the night, like, I have, like, a very insulated cup for, like, by my bed. Like, that's when I want, like, the ice cold water is if I wake up in the middle of the night. But, like, during, I fill this up with ice, like, when I first fill it up in the morning. But, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> I'll have to let I, you know how that goes. We start on the 16th. 
It's about the size of my dog's my dog's water. <laughs> it might be there. <laughs> and she drinks that that'll take her two days to drink the whole thing. Jeez. I mean she's Riley. 80 pounds. Just... Um Riley goes through a lot of water. She's 80 pounds of gas, I'll tell you what. Uh, anything uh, new in service now, Land with Allison? Um, How did change go? Oh, it went good. Yeah, Is I love instance. Like the best instance you've ever used. Well, I ended up because they were on San Diego. I was like, oh, I can get a San Diego PDI, so I just used a PDI. So, I know, but it was funny because. I hate to bash our <laughs> because there's a time and a place for them, but I just feel like there are some people who, if they don't even know what they could do future state, like it, and that's essentially what it was, is showing them like the art of the possible of, hey, like I get that we're just doing this today, but look at all these things. And I really like change management. And so we went through it and they were just like, <laughs> all the stuff you can do so what's your favorite part of change management um well i'm i'm a control freak so the whole thing of it number one but i really like the cab workbench i thought that addition however many years ago that was was cool i'm trying to think like what else and like i have so many opinions about change management like when i do workshops or demos which that's essentially what that was i'm like this is how you should do it yeah and they're like i never thought of that i'm like this is how we're gonna do it and they're just kind of like okay so, yeah. so what's an example of like that where i have yeah what's an example opinion where so after something's approved if you leave service now out of the box everything can be changed so everything that i approved the date the reason the plans yeah. I could go change with zero oversight. No one would know. Not as there, but yeah, you would. And that drives me crazy. Like it should be locked down. And if you have to change any of your plans or dates, it needs to go back through the process. Yeah. I had the same conversation. I remember it was with a, it was with a network engineer because he got his standard change approved and we locked mm -hmm. down all the fields and he's like, why well, need to go in and change? I'm like, well, then, then we need to come forward. come back through and get a reauthorized standard change because now it's not the same thing. Yep. He's we went probably going to hear this and be like mad, but. Yeah. Oh, no. We we had that conversation, too. I said, if any of these details change, it is not standard. Yeah. But no, there's a lot of little nuanced things like that that I'm like, in like out of the box in the new state, nothing is mandatory. So I could submit just a blank change with no yeah. ownership, no, yeah. I, I, I like that it's a blank slate because everybody's process is different. Yeah. And when we demo it, if there's stuff required, it's such a pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? It but would slow your demo even, down. You're not even required to make your plans or your dates mandatory for approval. Yeah. And I, that's another opinion I have, obviously, okay. is we need to know what we're approving, like when we're doing it, how we're doing it. Yeah. I've had that conversation too. Like. Well, I don't know the date yet. Well, then why are you here? Why are you because saying? I need to. I'm. I need to follow the process. I'm like, well, you got to know when you're going to do it. Well, I haven't got a date yet. I'm like, well, why are you here? <laughs> I'm back when you have a date. <laughs> yeah. That's part of this whole process. 
My other opinion, while I love that you can time box people, like with the 10 minutes, like you only get 10 minutes per change or whatever. Maybe it's because I've never been a part of a cab that was so large that I would need to know I was on deck. You know how it can notify you when your change is like up next. I have just been burned so many times by like, I've gone into a cab meeting when I worked on the customer side where someone was presenting a change that touched ServiceNow that I owned. Like they were making a change to AD that impacted all my connections to AD and they hadn't talked to me. And I was just like, no, (laughs) no, (laughs) we need to pump the brakes and like talk about how I'm going to now handle how you're changing all of this. And so by people not attending the cab, they're not hearing everything that's going on and what it may impact that they just didn't do their due diligence about. So while I love, I guess, maybe if there's huge cabs for bigger companies, I don't love that people just kind of don't hear. That's a preference thing of mine because I'm a control freak. Yeah, in my past life, same problem. What we ended up doing was we said every functional manager has mm-hmm. to be there or send a delegate. Yeah. And it was like required. And we would not start the meeting oh, until wow. a quorum. We had to, like the quorum was um, every every person was represented or a delegate was there. And some people would game it, that, you know, like we had, um, there'd be a bunch of managers that knew each other and they'd be like, well, you just go for the rest of us. And so then it was like, okay, you guys aren't getting the point. Like the whole point yeah. is to be here collectively listening. Right. That's, cool. That's more of a know. preference thing, not an opinion, but I've just, I've been almost burned so many times that. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I didn't know you had that change side of you. That's interesting. I do. So do you have any affinity then to, um, policy and compliance? No. No. Okay. No. It's a very quick well, no too. I, so I have sat through many, uh, explanation of it and I'm just like, I understand the importance and why we need it, but it just. <laughs> I just did a demo like 30 minutes ago. I finished a demo of a policy compliance and risk. And I start my demos with walking through the data model mm-hmm. for uh, essentially policy and compliance. Yeah. And um, it's a really difficult data model to walk through when the audience doesn't understand it or it's not yeah. got it. But this group knew it. And so I was, I got really giddy. I was just like, oh my God, you guys know what I'm saying? This is so awesome. <laughs> and then they were getting excited. They're like, oh my God, we're going to talk about risk. And I'm just yeah. like, we are a bunch of nerds. <laughs> I don't know. I get excited when other, like whatever I'm either demoing or workshopping where the people, you can tell who's passionate about the topic. And I actually really like that because it means they care. It means that they actually will give you good requirements or at least the consultant in me to tell them why it's a bad idea or have they thought about it this way or, you know. My biggest fear when I started this job was dump the chump people where they're just going to try to mess you up during a demo. And I think I've had it happen one time out of hundreds, but that was my biggest fear. I was like, oh, someone someone smarter than me is going to mess me up. Yeah. I say, I don't like in all the years I've been in consulting 10 years now, maybe. And I've never really had anyone be, like, I've had rude people, but I don't think I've ever had anyone just be, you know, 
you, you always have the rude people or just the hard to work with people. But I've never had anyone be like, if I've said, hey, you know, I, I don't actually really know I'm gonna have to get back to you. No one's been like a jerk about it. Even my worst customer I've ever had has never. Have you, have you met a JIRA administrator yet? Yeah. And that, but they weren't that, that way with you? Oh, wow. I said, I don't know JIRA. I know ServiceNow. <laughs> so. Those are, those, it's a, that's a tough audience usually. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Their product is superior. <laughs> no offense, Chair. Yeah, I'm, I'm treading carefully because I, I, um, I have an account with them and I do demos of their stuff all the time, like showing, talking yeah. on service now. Um, but the, their, their fan base is rabid just like oh, yeah. about how awesome it is. And it's like, it's. <laughs> It is, I guess, when you've got that Jira admin who knows how everything was configured, but then as soon as that person leaves, that whole company, whoever's using it, they're screwed. Yeah, and everyone uses it so differently. Like, yeah. I don't feel like I've ever seen two companies using anything the same way, which I find kind of odd. Like, everyone has their own interpretation. The worst, too, is to that point is like when it's a company that heard the buzzword agile and mm -hmm. said, well, our teams are going to do agile and they go get Jira. And then when they show you what they're doing, it's like, you're not doing agile. Like, where's your sprint? And like, yeah. where's your, um, uh, what do you call them? Your, um, your limits on how many story points and everything. They're like, what do you mean? And we, we just, we have a Kanban. I'm like, that's not agile. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe we ran out of time already. I know. Do you have another thing right now? I do. Okay. I have to go finish talking about our methodology. All right. Well, it was fun. Yeah. Episode eight in the books. And um, I guess we'll catch up later. Yes. Next Monday. Yes. Yeah. Or before. All right. Have All fun right. at your delivery methodology meeting. Very well. All right. I'll see you. Bye.